100% defense. Defense and special teams, too. Can't sleep on special teams. Yeah, special teams is big with that uh, return for a touchdown. Was in the third team. quarter as well. And Ryan had set up two six field position drives for Sam Darnold. I think it was a touchdown and a field goal. I think Andre Roberts had like 45 yards per return. Unreal. Oh. oh, yeah. I mean, you can't sleep on any of those guys, but, uh, you know, defense and special teams side, I gotta give them credit, you know. You can't leave them out, but uh, I gotta give it to the offense. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. When I saw Sam Darnold step on the field, three, three, three things ran through my mind. Is he gonna do good? How bad is he gonna mess this up? What's gonna happen afterwards? And when he threw that pick six, oh, so many profound and very, very illicit words were said at that moment in time, but he, he recovered. He recovered very well, and he finished that game strong. You know, one interception, two TDs, uh, what was it, uh, 18 for 21, something like that, for 189 yards. You know, he finished yeah, that game strong. So 16 to 21. 16 yeah. for 21. You know, that's still good. He recovered, so I got to give it to the offense on this one. I, I love the defense, you know. Love with Leonard Williams and Jordan Jenkins. But uh, I gotta give it to the offense, you know. Yeah, it's definitely a toss up here. I mean, you know, after Sam Donald threw that pick six right in the first first play of the game, my my heart kind of dropped a little bit, and uh, I was having like I was having like flashbacks, you know. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought we were in store for. First thing I thought I thought was Mark Sanchez. I was like, no. Can I have more Kendall Bryan right there? Uh, not again. No, but it was good to it was good to see him bounce back. Um, I mean he wasn't perfect on the day, but he definitely outplayed Matthew Stafford. Um, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Matthew Stafford looks pretty terrible. You know, he's definitely prided himself on being one of the better quarterbacks in the league. So it was nice to see you know the Jets take the road win on Monday night. I just thought oh, it, it was hand signals and stuff too. They knew every play he called. I mean, probably oh, can't yeah, do that. Yeah. But that's, how you do it. Oh, that's, that's more that's homework right there. Yeah, that's doing more homework. And, um, it, Jets win or not, you know, that's still. It, it, I'm glad they won. Trust me, I'm happy they won. I was talking to all my coworkers. They said, you know, we're going, we're gonna go 0-1, 0-1 to start one start the season, but take the W. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I really can't disalign too much because, you know, the Bill Bill, Bill Belichickian, excuse me, Bill Belichickian offensive uh, line there with the Patricia's head coach. But, you know, as a defensive D.C. for the entire time he was there, he figured that the defense would be more of a – they put up more of a fight, especially with Darius Slay and Biggie and uh, uh, Quinn over there. But I don't know. I, I can't rule out the jury, and, you know, I can't really say if the Jets are going to be good or not because uh, the Dolphins and the Jets, <laughs> well, let's just say we're not been the best in the AFC. So I won't hold out until we actually play a, a good team, a playoff team, I would say, for uh, I determine if we would uh, be good enough. I think week four to like week eight is a proven round. We got like the Jags, Vikings, Broncos, Bears. They got some legit teams coming up, so. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Where they are. Um, but yeah, about Miami.
next week. I mean, as insignificant as it might sound, Jets are going to be battling for first place in the division. Dolphins are 1-0, Jets are 1-0, Patriots are 1-0 too. Um, yeah, Miami took the W last week. They beat a pretty solid Titans team. So it's kind of hard to assume that it's going to be a lock for the Jets. Um, so about the matchup, do you guys see what like what challenges do you guys see the Dolphins kind of bring it to the table? Uh, just pass rush, man. I'm terrified of Cameron Wake and uh, Robert Quinn. Jets are just a pretty weak D line when Ziggy Onsen went down, so it's kind of scary to see an actual pass rush coming in. Uh, the biggest, scariest thing for me is uh, the wide receiver group. You know, we had uh, Anderson and Uwa and Pryor all playing the same game together, and now we're going to have Cursehead to the mix, so it's going to see if uh, Sam Darnold gets a safety blanket. And I'm more worried about, you know, someone, because, you know, everyone's got that safety blanket because, you know, Brady's got Gronk, right? So who's going to be a safety blanket for Darnold? And I'm worried that the Dolphins are going to figure it out. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, do you think uh, it could be Quincy and Unwa, or do you think it's like a Robbie Anderson? It, it's that, uh, I, I love Robbie. I have him on my fantasy team. Trust me, I definitely love Robbie. You know, he had that breakout season last year before Bryce Patty came on and ruined his 1,000-yard season. Sorry, I have to. A little salty about that. Anyway, um, he's stuck between, I think it's the Jermaine Curse and Quincy Nua, so it's a toss-up between those two. And right now it's leaning towards Q, only because Q's play and Curse hasn't. But um, Curse is a slot player. Accuse a slot player and the slot guys got a lot of love, you know. So it's definitely gonna be interesting. Yeah, um, Quincy Nunwad, you know, he had the biggest week last week for the Jets. Uh, six receptions, 63 yards, he had a touchdown. Uh, he was also targeted the most, ten times compared to, uh, you know, Terrell Pryor and Neil Sterling were actually behind him with three targets each. Um, I know Sam Darnold said, you know, he thinks Quincy Nunez is a solid player, um, and he can do so many things. He can go deep, he can go short. Um, so I'd have to put my money on Nunez there. Hopefully, he can stay healthy for the rest of the year and be that, uh, you know, threat the Jets need. Yeah, I have to agree. I think Robbie, what we saw of Robbie Anderson in Week One is we're going to see that a lot more. He's just going to be that deep threat guy who's going to give you those one or two or three big plays. But other than that, Quincy Nuno is going to be the go-to guy this year. He's just such a big body. He's perfect for Sam Darnold. I didn't Sam favor the slot receiver in college or like that short route receiver in college. I'm not positive, but I know he loved Judy. Just well, I, I remember in the, the preseason, uh, well, the, the percentage was he – in the first two preseason games combined, he threw 90% of his throws within 10 yards. So I would say slide or a quick slant route uh, on the outside receivers. He only targeted the downfield receivers like four or five times total between the two games. So, yeah, I want to say that Anderson's going to get the short end of the stick. But, you know, 
he, he is a speedster, so he, he's going to run for that end zone. And uh, if Donald can just get that accuracy and just talk to him, he could still, you know, look at a thousand yard season. Yeah, I mean, Sam Donald didn't even really, we didn't see too many deep balls from him on Monday. He really just had that one to Robbie Anderson, it seemed like, which ended up being a touchdown anyway. Um, he seemed to keep it pretty short. Um, yeah, on the other side of the ball, the Dolphins, do you guys see any problems with that offense that you don't think the Jets will be able to handle, or do you think we'll be able to handle them pretty well? Uh, I think they'll handle them. If they, if they could just shut down Matt Stafford the way they did, they could shut down Tano. They don't have much of a better run game compared to the Lions. I, I think we're good on defense. Not as good of a week, but definitely still a good week. The only duo I'm scared of is uh, Tin Hill and Stills. Um, Jets have always had a terrible secondary, and I don't know. And like I said, it, it's either because Stafford's got this new system that he's working with, Patricia, and, and his QB coach, Jim Bob Cooter. Yes, that's his real name. <laughs> and um, I just don't know what's going on there. So if Tannehill and Stills connect like they've been connecting, that could spell a threat for us, especially since, you know, um, Perry, not Perry, it was Tremaine and who was the other cornerback that got hurt for us? Screen. Screen, yeah. You know, we we lost two corners there, right there, and so Perry had to come in. And so that, that, that worries me a little bit, but, you know. I've never seen by a defensive player. Yeah, fined ten thousand dollars in his first NFL game, in his first snap of an NFL game. That was, yeah, that was a little ridiculous. Starts talking so much trash, or a guy gets flagged. I'm pretty sure he got punched in the throat at one point before the play even happened. Probably why he talked trash. Probably. So I know, I think it was James, you brought it up, Cameron Wake and Robert Quinn, or one of you guys brought it up. Um, you know, I think those two pass rushers, you know, the Detroit Lions didn't really have anyone like that last week, so they just kind of got away with uh, some good offensive plays in that regard. You guys think they're going to have some difficulty there? You think Sam Darnold's going to get pressured a little more? You think they're going to have trouble in the run game? Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you can go All right. Well, I was just going to say, it, absolutely, you know. Look, I, I'm a giant Brian Winters fan. I think he's one of the best guards in the game. But after that, we got a center that we got from the Redskins that played, what, 11 games last season. And then you got Beecham and you got Shell, who they're – I wouldn't say they're past their prime, but they're on that decline slope of their prime. And, you know, these guys, they're barely able to protect Darnold, which he still got sacked twice, even with his fancy footwork. So, I don't trust that O-line against them. And if Wake and Quinn can get through, Darnold's going to have to make a – he's going to pull out Russell Wilson and start – you know, moving the ball, running around a lot, throwing on the slide, which is not really his strong suit. <clears throat> yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, the O-line, 
I didn't look that great on Monday, in my opinion, but um, I don't know. I think they're definitely going to have some trouble against the Dolphins this week. won't be as clean as it was for Sam last week, for sure. Um, so another thing about this game, uh, I'm trying to think of you know one player that would be someone that you would have in mind to have a big game or someone that would make an impact. Uh, do you guys have anyone in mind? On the Jets or on the Dolphins? Either one. Uh, Define impact. Are we talking, like, I want to win the game kind of impact, or, like, it's going to, you know, push us to a breaking point kind of impact? However you want to interpret it. I mean, I, I can go first. I'll just say I think... Quincy and Yunwa is going to be the X factor, at least for the Jets. Um, I think they're going to need a big day out of him. I think the Dolphins are going to be all over Robbie Anderson. Um, we'll see how Jermaine Curse is. We don't know if he's fully healthy yet. And Terrell Pryor, we still don't know what to expect from him. So I think Quincy and Yunwa, you know, Sam likes him. He's going to feed him the ball. He's going to get a lot of targets again. Um, I'm expecting him to be the X Factor for sure. Hmm. I'm going to say get pressured a lot. I think they're going to try to ease, ease him into it a little bit with some run game. I think Blau, I, Isaiah Crawl played well, but that 68-yard run really kind of buffed his stats a little bit. Blau Powell more of like a solid game, putting up five yards of carry. That's what, that's what he's for, man. I think he continues to do that. Sam Darnold going to need some help. It's not the same Lions defense that he versed, so I think Palapau is a big game. Yeah, he's also pretty useful in the passing game. I know they use him a lot there. Uh, so hopefully he can make some uh, catches when, you know, Robbie and Quincy are having some trouble, if they're having trouble. Uh, that'd be big, too. Uh, well... Yeah, my turn. Um, honestly, I got two guys in mind: um, Robbie Anderson and Kenny Stills. Um, and right. I say this because the 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 Dolphins secondary. I wouldn't say it's worse than the Jets was last year, but it was definitely terrible. And um, with the the fact that Anderson is a speedster and he could just run down the field. And he could burn those defenders. Maybe Darnold will take those shots more. You know, open defender, big points. I, I'm not entirely sure about that. Because I, I know the Dolphins like the crowd that infield where Darnold likes that sweet spot. And But on the other side, uh, you know, you got Kenny Stills who is that sweet spot defender. And I know he's played more of a spread 3-4 offense. Excuse me, defense. So... Mm, you know, Kenny, well, he, he'll get those 5, 10 yards, but, you know, those 5, 10 yards keep adding up when he's just chipping away and chipping away. And you got some moves, man, you know, with Devontae Parker being questionable or possibly out, I'm not entirely sure. Um, you know, still is that new number one guy that everyone's going to love on. So I figured those two guys, you know, we got a deep route runner and a slot runner that, you know, definitely going to give us some trouble and help us. Yeah, I know Kenny Stills is probably the number one guy. We didn't see much out of uh, 
Kenny Amendola, the Dolphins, last week. Um, he's still a tough receiver to cover, at least in my opinion. Um, so we'll see if the Jets can lock those two guys up. I'm assuming Tremaine Johnson will be on stills and maybe Claiborne or screen on Danny Amendola. I think maybe screen, because Amendola plays a slot, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Probably screen. And then Claiborne on probably like Devontae Parker or something like that. Mm, I don't think Parker's playing. Oh, really? I don't know who that. Yeah, they were saying the, he was uh, injured during that first game. Nothing serious, but they, they looking into it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have it up. I have it up right now. It says uh, Devontae Parker, full participant in practice this week. He's still listed as questionable. Um, yeah, that's about all okay. it says. So. So yeah, that yeah. Um, another thing to bring up, uh, I know we didn't really have this on the agenda, but it just came up today, is the uh, Dylan Donahue suspension. Um, oh. I, I know you're pretty high on him, Alessandro. That's, that's your man oh. right there. That's the boy. Side. Oh, look, look, man, look, I'm a Donahue fan all the way. Look, the kid, he made mistakes. Uh, everyone makes mistakes. Hernan made mistakes. He, he got arrested for DWI, not DUI, DWI. He, he crashed it. He hit a parked car, I'm pretty sure, in that one. But so did Donahue, and Donahue also went into a tunnel. And he did himself drunk, and he voluntarily himself, like the, like the Jets or the NFL, neither one of those guys told him he needs to go in rehab. He himself walked his ass over and checked himself into rehab, and he got himself clean. He got himself sober, and he's been doing meetings, and like he's documented this whole thing, and he went back to the Jets, and he worked his ass off, and he showed that he can do good. The problem is, the Jets want him as a pass rusher. Donahue, he, he, he's a lot of things, even in college, but he was never a good pass rusher. He's like a run stop. He's a stuffer. You know what I'm saying? He's not, I won't go sack the quarterback. No, he's more that, yeah, you come at me, I'm just going to hit you like a brick wall and take you down kind of guy. So when the Jets cut him, you know, it was a sad day. I was really hoping that they would bring him back on to, uh, um, whatchamacallit, the practice squad, but, and then today when I found out that he's going to be suspended for 14 weeks, and he, he, he'll only be eligible to play two games, and I'm pretty sure those two games are up. I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking to see, but hopefully this is an awakening moment for him. Maybe he comes back and he, like, gets back on the Jets and during, you know, next season or, excuse me, next preseason, works his ass off, shows that he's matured, he's gotten stronger, he's gotten better, he can do things now, like do pass rush maybe. You know, he's definitely going to have a lot of time to uh, work on it. And um, maybe he can work his way back on the Jets. If not, then he can work himself onto another roster either way. You know, I'm still rooting for him. But... I don't know, man. That, that, just, that broke my heart because, you know, you got guys who physically abused their wives that are awarded contracts, not suspended. 
and then they could suspend you, conviction or not, the NFLPA and the NFL Association. But Donahue pleaded guilty, yet there's like photos and videos of these guys beating their wives and such, and they're just getting award contracts. No one's doing anything about it. I don't know, maybe it's because they're a big name and Donahue's is second slash third stringer or what, but it, it, I don't know. But it just seems a little harsh. Maybe like five games, you know, something yeah. like that. But 14. Yeah, 14. But I mean, oh. either way, yeah, you're getting two DUIs in your first ever offseason going into your second year after being a fifth-round pick, like, Let's be real, you're probably not making enough overall, too. Like, first-round picks can make those type of mistakes, but when you're a fifth-round pick on the bubble, you just can't do that stuff, man. Yeah, but even Herndon, he was, uh, what, a third or fourth-round pick? You know, and he and he, and he had a DWI, and then the Jets still rostered him. Granted, he wasn't tight end. You know, we really are terrible at tight ends, but still, man. We had, we had Clyde Walford, we had Neil Sterling, we had Eric Tomlinson, and Jordan Leggett. And you want to tell me that we're going to go into the season with more tight ends than wide receivers or linebackers, which we desperately need? You know, I can understand safeties because of Marcus May on his foot, but, you know, you want to go deep on uh, tight ends but not linebackers or wide receivers? Uh, I just don't understand what's going on, man. You know, maybe they're experimenting, trying to see who the new tight end is. It's not really a good way to go with it. You know, I figure grab one or two uh, receiving tight ends, keep Tomlinson because he's a good blocking tight end, which he's actually a good receiving tight end. I don't know where that came from, but um, you know, just keep those two guys, cut everyone else, add another linebacker, add another wide receiver. Because we need depth there. You know, you can't just keep having Q, Pryor, um, Robbie, and Curse. And I'm pretty – and what is it? Roberts? But Roberts is the punt returner. Yeah. And then, then you got Stewart. You got Stewart, who's a first-round pick, who did absolutely nothing that Hanson did more than Stewart did. And Hanson was healthy, and he was not suspended. And Stewart is suspended for violating the substance abuse policy. Like, uh, oh, what are you doing, man? Hanson kind of went silent. He caught, like, five passes in 2017. Kind of made a name for himself in minicamp. Then he just, just went completely quiet during August and early September. I mean, he still made a lot more noise than uh, Stewart did. Stewart was targeted, what, 20 times over preseason, and only hauled in, like, two of them? He did some ridiculous numbers. I mean, either way, Stewart's not even on the roster right now. We don't know if he's coming back after suspension's done or not. Uh, yeah. Um, trying to loop back to Donahue. Here, I'm just looking right now. It says per league policy, two-time offenders, you know, someone that's gotten, you know, two DUI charges or uh, anything like that. The typical policy is that they get a 10-game suspension. Um, but I guess the commissioner found aggravating circumstances in Donahue's case, so it's bumped up to 14 for him. 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he even lands on a team at the end of the year. He's eligible to sign and practice with the team after week 12. So, I don't know if he'll make a team this year, maybe next year. Um, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Maybe, maybe next year. Maybe not ever again. I mean, who knows? Yeah, definitely a sad uh, circumstance for him because he, he definitely showed some potential for the Jets. I know the Jets believed in him. So, uh, sad circumstance for him. The Jets are just... The, the Jets don't know how to effectively use guys. They want that pass rusher that we've been missing out for years on end. But we've, we've been looking at it all wrong. We've been looking at the wrong guys to do the pass rush with. But I ain't Bulls or McAnoonan or anyone else in the brass. So. All right. We can uh, switch up the subject here. Um, let's try out this segment. We'll see how it goes. Call it the jet speed segment. Um, I'll ask you guys a couple questions. I just want you guys to like give me your answers quick as possible, no hesitation. Um, if you end up saying something ridiculous, we can obviously switch it. But um, um, does that sound good to you guys? Sounds good. Yeah, man. Okay. First question is, how many yards do you think Sam Donald will throw versus Miami? What do you guys can go first? 175. So what do we have? 175, and what'd you say, James? 200. 200. All right, I'm going to go 220. Um, is there any reason you guys... Do you guys have any reason to your picks there, or is it just kind of a wild guess? Uh, week one against the Lions, you know, Grant, say what you will about their front line. Their secondary is deadly. You know, Darius Slay, Robert, uh, Darius Quinn. Um, and he still threw for 180-some odd yards. You know, I'm, I, I, I want to say that he'll throw more, but I'm saving, saying conservatively 175 minimum. To give Robbie a deep ball, one or two passes down there, and slot the rest of Curse and Pryor and uh, Q. I'm thinking 200 because on the Lions game, Sam Darnold really only threw it for like three quarters, two and a half quarters. The fourth quarter was all run, running, just chewing the clock. I think, I mean, I'm not saying the Jets can't blow them out, but I mean, if the Jets win 48 17 again, I'm going to go ballistic, so. I think it stays more like in tight and Donald throws the ball for four full quarters, breaks two hundred zero mark. Don't you die on me, James? <laughs> no, yeah, I uh I went to twenty just because looking at the stat line from last week, you know, Isaiah Crowell had over a hundred rushing yards, Law Powell at sixty. I don't think they're gonna get up there. Again, we might have a more difficult time running the ball. Uh, so I think it's going to force Sam, you know, to air it out a little more this week. Um, so, you know, I'm expecting a few more yards than he had last week, but uh, that doesn't mean we'll be better or worse in any situation. Yeah, 
Hey, I bet the Jets are going to dominate the Lions last week, and everyone was like, you're insane, so. Yeah, I was a little disappointed I put money on that game. Thought about it, but uh, yeah. hesitated at the last minute. I was too busy putting money on the Patriots-Texans game. Won me about 20 bucks. That's right, boys. I bet on the Patriots. <laughs> bad, not bad. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I know, man. Money's the Patriots, but then they're taking money. You gotta take priorities. Money comes first. Yup. Alright, next one. This, one. this one's kinda tough for me. I don't know about you guys, but... Who do you think will have more rushing yards this week? Will Powell or Isaiah Crowell? Powell. Handling. Agree, Powell. I'm going to go Crowell on this. But uh, I want to hear you guys. I want to hear why no. you said uh, Powell. No, 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 no. No, no, you first there, oh Powell. Oh, great Kyle. Why do oh, you, you want me to go first? Oh, yeah, I want to hear why you think the Crow is going to beat out Powell. Trust Isaiah Crowell more than I do Powell right now. Um, Crowell had a big week last week, and you know he showed he can break through the line. Uh, you know he showed some speed too. Getting down there, he had that big like 60-yard run. I think they're going to rely on him pretty heavily this week. You know I think they'll use Bilal more in the passing game. I think Bilal definitely have more yards through the air. Um, I think Crowell definitely have more yards on the ground. Yeah. I'd say out. Win that out. Man. He had more carries than Crow last week. Crow just had that big 60 yard run that really upped his yards. Or yardage huge. Before that 68 yard run, Blau Powell maybe like 20 more yards down. So, I mean, yeah. I'm rooting for another 68 yard touchdown run, but I'm not really expecting it. So, I think Powell is a more, more yardage there. I think he's a more used back. Yeah, I want the river teams there, you know, for that giant run at the what, third quarter that he had. Crow was just matching pound for pound with Powell, but he was that he was get one yard and get four yards and then get two yards and get this yard. For Powell, it was just five, six, five, six. He was just pounding out solid yardage, you know. It will come up from time to time. Plus, you see Powell and against the Dolphins, you know. He knows the Dolphins better than Crowell. Like, he knows where to go with the slant, who he needs to go through to get those yardage. Plus, you know, I'm not going to say they're all unhealthier, but they've been working a lot better. They've been working a lot more thanks to this new West Coast offense under uh, Bates. So they've been working more with uh, making them lanes open. So I can definitely see Powell, you know, pounding the pavement more. Uh, I'm feeling more Powell on this one. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Powell can definitely break through the line, too. He had a couple big runs last year, which is nice to see. Um, the last one, last one I got for you guys is final score prediction for Sunday. That's the kind of hand. 23-17, Jets. All right. Outside. Uh, 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 I don't know, Professor. Um, I want to go with uh, 2017, three point spread. Alright, go with it, man. Jets win or Dolphins? 
It's a, a three point for the Jets. Alright, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go twenty four twenty one. The Dolphins winning. And uh I, I, I hope I'm wrong, to be honest. But um I do think the Dolphins are gonna be a tough test. I don't think they're gonna be I think the Jets will have the better record overall this year, but I think the Dolphins I think that pass rush is gonna get to them. Um, I don't know if the defense will be able to keep up the pace they had last week. I really hope they do, but uh, that'll be a tough test too, especially coming off a shorter week. So I'm expecting, you know, the first loss of the season here, but I think they'll bounce back. I I could def uh I'm not saying they're going to do what they did last week, five takeaways and the interceptions and the pick sixes and the the this the that, but um I could definitely see them with at least two takeaways. Um I want to say it's going to go for less than 200 yards combined. Um yeah, I could definitely see them as far as them keeping pace. Uh, talk to me week to week. <laughs> That's, that's, that's going to be a toughie. But I can definitely see him keeping pace for at least the Dolphins. Yeah, I think the Jets' defense holds out just enough to help out Sam Darnold enough to win him a game. I think yeah, not not as many turnovers, but maybe like one or two turnovers and get some field position. That's all they really need. Five takeaways is what wins you 48 to 17 games, but one or two turnovers can win you close games. and That's what I think the defense can provide. Especially against like Tannehill, who's still coming back from that injury, you, you still don't really know what he's about anymore. So yeah, I think yeah. The defense holds up just enough, gives Darnold enough help. Twenty-three, seventeen, Jets. Yeah. I, I hear, I hear you on the Tannehill stuff though. I mean, he threw two picks last week. He was sacked eight times. Uh, oh, actually, sacked one time, but. Just reading the stats against, But it was against the Titans, and they really don't have any pass. They're like the Jets. They only have the pass rushers unless they uh, magically and spontaneously pick someone up. That's true. Go ahead. I was just going to say, the Jets didn't have any sacks last week. Uh, totally pressure interesting. Yeah, we definitely applied pressure to Stafford. Um, but it would be nice if they could pressure Daniel even more this week. Get a couple sacks, um, force them to do a couple bad throws. Um, you know, that's the only way I really see the Jets keeping up in this game. Hopefully the defense can uh, just keep up the pace they had last week. Yeah, I was going to I don't think the Dolphins have much of a better offensive line than the Lions, so I think the Jets... I mean, hopefully they can convert pressures into sacks, but pressures got them picks all game last week. So they could get to Tannehill. Tannehill's coming off a torn ACL. He might not be able to roll out at all. Jets had Stafford banged up last week. Maybe they get Tannehill banged up this week. We'll just see. We'll see. And, you know, the thing about the game against the Lions is that there were so many holding calls that were not called out. Like, there was one point where uh, Lionel Williams, had his throat pretty much in a chokehold trying to get to Stafford, and the referee is just like, oh, what's going on here, guys? Uh, no, there's no flag. 
speed that you can clearly see, Larry Williams trying to reach out and claw the ball away from Stafford as he's about to make the throw. And he's like, you, you can see like a curve in his body. That's how bad of a holding call this should have been. But they're learning. So I could definitely see the Jets getting one or two sacks on them and definitely applying the hell of a lot more pressure because uh, I feel like they overpowered the Dolphins O-line. Yeah, it'll be a tough test for sure. I mean, it'll be it'll be a different test than they had last week. Um, I don't know if us are really expecting a blowout like we had last week. I don't think any of us were expecting a blowout week one anyways. Um, it'll be a different test for sure, and it'll be good competition because we're going to see the Dolphins again later this year. Um, so hopefully we can, you know, make our mark in the uh, AFC East and, uh, yeah, we can always say we had first place. <laughs> um, that's all I really had, unless you guys had anything else you wanted to talk about. I know, Alessandro, you brought up something about the Yankees earlier, if you want to throw something in there quick. Oh, yeah. My boys won 11 nothing against the Jays. And I have to thank you and your Mets, you know, your Mets, they, uh, I do believe they've been the Red Sox over in the ninth inning. So, close that gap a little bit more. And uh, the Athletics lost, so that means that gap is bigger. We're, we are guaranteed at least playoff spot, so let's go, Yankees. Let's go, Eagle Empire. But I'll, I'll sure talk about the Mets now. Oh, throw, throw in your Mets uh, perspective. I'd love to hear it. Come on. Um, they suck. <laughs> if June wasn't a month, they'd be in playoff contention. Won 5 and 21 in June. Oh, is that all? That's all I really got. Well, I have a uh, So, Kyle, James. Um, no problem. Jets record. I'm going break even eight and eight, possibly nine seven. What y'all have? Can I give a ceiling and a floor instead of one record? Yes, you can. Yes. Ceiling and a floor. That sounds good. Ceiling ten and six, floor seven and nine. Oh, that's a big gap. Yeah, because just got a bunch of games like. They're winnable games, but they're definitely losable games, too, being the Jets. You got, like, the Packers, the Texans, all winnable games, but, I mean, you can definitely see the Jets losing. Uh, also, the Colts, I think they have. It's another one of those games that you just don't yeah. know. Coming up, we got Dolphins Sunday, obviously, and Browns on Thursday night. Jaguars, Broncos, Colts, Vikings, Bears. And the list goes on from there. I think if the Jets come out of the Jaguars to Bears stretch with two or three wins, they might be in the playoff race. Um, Right now, you know, we won against the Lions, we played the Dolphins, we got the Browns, and we're going to Jacksonville to go see our old tight end ASJ. Um, we got the Mile High Club who's going to come and 
break another QB's hand. That's what happened last time. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and then uh, we got, and then we got the Super Bowl three matchup. You know, we got the quarterback that we lost out on because they guaranteed ninety four million dollars to Kirk Cousins. Best thing that ever happened. Yes. Uh, I don't know about that now. The jury's still on that for me. And then uh, you got Khalil Mack and the Bears. Yes, it's Khalil Mack, unfortunately. And then we're down in Miami. Then we're up in Buffalo. And then we're talking to the Spygate guys. And then we're down, then we're down in the south again near me. Ooh, actually, I could go to that game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The stadium is only about a four-hour drive for me. Plus, I know uh, I go see my baby sister up in the mountains. So. And then, uh, well, then we get then we place the Bills at Bills, so we go get to see Josh Allen how far along he's progressed. And then you got Sean Watson coming to the stadium, and so is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, as usual, finish out Gillette Stadium. That's if he makes it to, to December. Had a scare last week already. Love the guy, would hate to see him get hurt, but I mean, just hard oh. not to see him getting hurt. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Look, uh, my friend, he drafted Rodgers, and then Rodgers got hurt. And the very first thing he did, is he knew that I was Jets fan, he picked up saying, um, and he cut me out. And I was literally in the pecking order of the waiver wire claim. I was right behind him. And he grabbed Sam Donald, and I text my friend some very bad things, and he's like, do you want to trade? Give me OBJ for him. I'm like, no. You would not get OBJ for Sam Donald. No. You wouldn't make that trade? <laughs> no. I mean, I have Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, but uh, this week, you know, Danger Russ is playing the Bears in Century League. Well, actually, no, they're playing in Chicago. Excuse me. And then you got Mahomes at home against, I want to say the Pats. Uh, Mahomes? No, he's playing the Steelers in Steel City. So, uh, those really don't, you know, pique my interest. You know what I'm saying? Those are tough matchups. Ooh, and I just found out my old university just won. Uh, one other thing I was going to ask you guys, do you think, well, first, do you think we'll see any other of the rookie quarterbacks other than Sam Darnold and Josh Allen this year? And if we do, do you think Sam Darnold finishes the top and, you know, success for the first year? Or do you think someone else could surpass him? Yes. Yes, no. Yes, we will see more rookie quarterbacks. We're definitely going to see Baker Mayfield. Um, Jerry Stiles and Josh Rosen because he had that injury. But if uh, he's able to bounce back from injury, then we're definitely going to see him take over for uh, um, Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, yeah, for Sam Bradford. Lamar Jackson, as much as I like Lamar Jackson, now I'm on that Lamar Jackson grind because him and Hayden Hurst, they got a connection to a Gamecocks. Um, I could, he's not going to play. Or if he does play, it's at the very end when they're out of Super Bowl contention. You know what I'm saying? 
Flacco has been all eat so far. Don't sleep on Joe Flacco. You leave, you leave Waka Flacco Flacco alone, okay? Um, so those, so I could definitely see um, Mayfield coming in, Rosen if he's healthy, Lamar not so much, Mason Rudolph. I know we haven't really heard much from him. I know he's a second round or actually he's a fourth round pick. But he was drafted by Steelers. Big Ben hurt this week. Um, we may see him this week, or we may see him later on when Big Ben gets hurt again. Who knows? But definitely want to see Mason Rudolph or hear something about Mason Rudolph. I can guarantee you that. Um, as far as uh, best rookie quarterback, it's definitely Donald because he has a head start and then every other rookie. Um, Josh Allen came in at the second half um, after that dismal 47-3 game. Um, I saw there's really nothing much that came there. But Donald's had the stats already, and he's got a decent wide receiver group that's only going to get better, and we have the fourth easy schedule. So in theory, that Darnold can do it, but um, the only other person I can see unseating Darnold in that position is Mayfield. And that's only because of Josh Gordon and Jordan Flandry. And as far and what was the other thing you said? Uh, you said who, who could start, who will win, who be best with you, and what else? Um, I think that was it. Uh, well, I well, there you go. There's my answer. <laughs> James? I think I remember the question, the winger. I'm going to say Sam Darnold's the best rookie quarterback. I think we see, obviously, Josh Allen, and I think we see Baker Mayfield come in at some point. I don't see Josh Rivers playing. Bust. Anyway, um, whoa. <laughs> what about uh, Lamar or Mason Rudolph, as Alessandro said? Uh, the Ravens look pretty good, even though they got crushed by the Bengals. I thought, I thought the Bills didn't make them look good. I think the Bills will, uh, not the Bills, the Ravens will be good enough to the point where we won't see Lamar Jackson be a full-time starter until, like, next year. But I still see him, like, getting those, like, occasional rotation reps that the Ravens are doing. But, uh, yeah, I think Sam Darnold outperforms everyone. Like, Josh, Josh Allen, I agree, he's high ceiling, but this year I don't think he's really getting very far, which is, um, I'll say, subpar Bill's team. That's too generous. Yeah, it's a little too generous. You're right. Awful. That's what we'll go with, awful. And I don't see anyone else playing soon enough to beat out Sam Darnold, so yeah. I mean, as long as Sam Donald can keep the pace, you know, after his first big week, um, I think he's definitely going to have the most success out of all these guys. Uh, Baker Mayfield will probably be right behind him if he gets any time on the field. You know, I think if Tyrod Taylor, you know, as soon as he messes up there in Cleveland, they're going to throw in Baker, and hopefully Baker can see some success. I'm a big fan of Baker Mayfield, even though he's not on a great team. I guess they're better this year, but... Not on a great team, historically, I guess is the better way to say it. Um, what were you going to say? Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I interrupted, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was done. It's all you. Uh, I was going to ask, 
Um, speaking of, crap, I just had it. Oh yeah, Sam Darnold. We've seen him when he when he's won. Granted, this is only you know a data inquiry of one game, but we've seen him when he's won. Do you think he will fall off when he loses? And when I say when he loses, like two or three interceptions, one touchdown, maybe none. So many yards, like you know, you know, you know how those really good quarterbacks—they just have that one off day, and they just go abysmal. Like, how do you think Sam would go? Would he do um, something good? Like he would just shake it off, like he did in the Detroit game with that interception, and just shake it off? Or do you think that doubt would linger a little bit? That next game would uh, be a little crappy because I, I like Sam. And I, I see him do good in that one game, but if he has a full game where he just does awful or terrible or just subpar, I, I feel like he would be the one that just it, it'd still be in the back of his mind in the next game. It would take a game or two to, for him to shake it off. I feel like that. Uh, yeah. That's what gets started, Sam Darnold. They love his resilience. He's a rookie. I think he'll bounce back. I don't think he'll like come back like throwing like four touchdowns, but I, I don't think he'll like like plummet that much to the point where he's playing like bad, bad. Yeah, I think that's why they really like him as a quarterback. They like his resiliency. He threw that pick six and came back with the touchdown drive. So I think he'll do fine. Everyone has everyone has their bad days. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I think they just trust him, you know, to start for at least the majority of the year, if not the whole year. Uh, he's definitely going to have a bad game at some points, expected. But you look around the league, the other teams don't just bench their you know, their number one guy if they have a bad game the next week. Uh, I think Darnold's going to have to bounce back. He won't really have a choice in the matter. Um, if he keeps slipping, then that's on him, and the Jets will have to evaluate it. They have Josh McCown there. If Sam Darnold needs to take time off, but... Uh, I don't see that happening. You know, Sam's got all the poise. He proved it last week. Uh, and I don't see that continuing for the rest of the season. Hello, I'm just trying to avoid another fumble situation here. Us and uh, USC quarterbacks don't go hand-in-hand, just saying. Yeah, we don't need another butt fumble, that's, that's for sure. Um, I don't care how many AFC championship games you take it to. We don't win them. We don't win them. That's, that's all I had, unless you guys have any last thoughts. Go to the I think we covered everything. Alessandro? Go Jets. That's all I got. Just last thought. Go Jets. Uh, I like it. Um, you guys want to give your Twitter plugs? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Follow me on Twitter at J Cunningham NFL. Uh, follow me at Twitter at AMS1928. Yeah, and you can follow me uh, just at Kyle Hirschkind. Um, that's all we got. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll see who's on next week. Definitely have some FPC writers on here. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. And as our good friend Anthony would say, thank you for living the jet lives.